Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Booze from the haters, point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah, watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one, let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if the bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause the bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to a bee. Good early morning to everybody. This is The Feed to Embiid. I am your host, Austin Krell. Guest with me, co-hosting for this episode, is my good buddy, Austin Johnson. Austin, how are you, my friend? I am doing pretty great tonight. Uh, good basketball games and uh, Game of Thrones. Of course. You you and all of America. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've had better, better nights. I, I've had better Sundays. Um, it would have been a great Sunday, but... The ball just simply took an extra bounce, and it fell through for Kawhi. And you know, I, I've never really witnessed this in in the post process era, but you know, I gotta tell, I gotta, I gotta say, there's nothing worse and more helpless than the feeling of losing a game at the buzzer. There, there, there's, there's just, there's nothing worse than it. Um, I, I witnessed it on League Pass when Eric Gordon hit it against the Sixers last season in the fourth game of the year to win it by two. And I witnessed it by Trey Young earlier this year. It was a, it was a floater with four-tenths left. I witnessed it with Jimmy Butler hitting two for the Sixers. And I witnessed it tonight at the buzzer. Kawhi got an extra bounce, and that was the affair. That was the end of the series, end of the season for the Sixers. A brutal Game 7 loss. They lose the game 92-90 to on a unbelievable shot from the corner, fading out of bounds. A ton of arc. I thought it was going to hit a light and, and just fall short. And I was so ready you know, for overtime. It, I was like, wow, we're going to uh, do this. I, I, so was I. Um, but, you know, it, it, it hit the rim, popped up, took the extra bounce. And as soon as it hit the far side of the rim, I said, shit. It's over. And then it popped back over and, and it went right in. And there was really no doubt about it. No time left in the clock. He got it off in plenty of time. And that was the season. And Kawhi, you know, credit to Kawhi, that game was going to end the exact way that it started with Kawhi making unbelievable shots and plays for his team. That guy is truly a robot. I mean, he is unbelievable. The... The way he's I, – I just go back to in the summer when they got – when the Raptors got uh, caught flack for like, oh, disloyalty, uh, uh, why'd you do that to DeMar? And, uh, well, this is why. Yeah, it's DeMar. DeMar DeRozan sucks compared to this guy. Uh, he sucks, he sucks <laughs> anyway. 
but but he sucks a lot compared to compared to Kawhi. Yeah, I, Kawhi is a freak. Freak. Is he no emotion? What are his averages for the playoffs? I'm gonna pull this up. Well, he was shooting over sixty percent true shooting against the Magic. I think. I think he had forty five, thirty five, thirty three. 29-30, I forget. I'll have 29. It I mean, unbelievable game. Games for Kawhi. The seven-game stretch for him and really more. Um, if they, if those Raptors get to the finals and they win the championship, it's going to be one of the, one of the, the greatest one-man yeah. shows of all time. I mean, unbelievable what he's done. I, he's he's been. I mean, obviously, he's been around. He's been a final. He's been a Finals MVP, which is crazy. And um, and twenty two, and here he is, uh, just taking it to a completely different level that I, I that I just didn't not didn't think he had in him, but that I didn't realize was waiting there. I didn't realize that. Like, it was humanly possible that to do what he's done. I mean, I haven't seen those kind of numbers in 2K where you're just – he – in this series, he was making every single open shot. I mean, every three that he got that was like – had any kind of space. I, I've been – yeah. It, bottom. Flush. He, Real flush. Goodness. Um, he's never been, you know, a, a sniper from three, but – but until until now, yeah. when it matters most, I mean, he, he, put it in perspective, he was the fifteenth overall pick, and he couldn't shoot a lick. Insane. Greg Popovich put him in the lab, and he said, "I want you to work on free throws before anything else, because the rest will come. You got to work on your free throws first. He turned Kawhi Leonard into an absolute machine, and the machine developed." It got older, it grew up, and then it betrayed its it, its maker. <laughs> and, it, and, and, and Frankenstein broke out of Doctor uh, 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 of, of Doctor Jekyll, whoever it is, Hive, and he's now wreaking 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 havoc <laughs> on the rest of the country. This kid is unbelievable, and he doesn't smile, he doesn't he, he doesn't laugh, he just makes shots and goes about his business. It's unbelievable. He's a cyborg. <sighs> I, I I don't I don't I I don't know what to say. I mean, well I mean we'll see what we're saying you know a week and a half. But for now he he deserves every platitude as of right he'll probably now. Be, he'll probably say uh, he's a he's a choke artist. He stinks. We should have. It, it won't game. be that. I don't think it'll be that because like you know he could put up these exact same numbers and then the rest of the team like Continues just to do the rest gets of the team. smothered. Yeah, and I I think. Masai Ujiri deserves more credit than Nick Nurse does. He got Danny and Green, too, in this deal. Danny Green didn't do crap tonight. In, in, in that deal. He didn't do shit tonight. Dude. Well, yeah, but he, he he had a big game uh, big game five. He did. He did. And, uh, you know, Pascal Siakam had done a great job with developing him. Sixers should have had him, but they took Korkmaz and uh, – Oh, goodness. Timo- I didn't know that. Timotei Luau Cabarro that Steve bought. Oh, goodness. Steve bought a Wawa shirt of. 
I remember that. And he was like convinced <laughs> that TLC was the next big thing to hit the NBA. And I was like, this dude will be lucky if he's Tabocephalosha. I mean, like, 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 tip for scouting for any any team. When you're trying to decide between two guys you haven't seen before ever, take the fucking guy who is six foot ten with the seven foot plus wingspan and and unbelievable athleticism. Instead of one French boy. And just know that you're going to be able to develop him into whatever. Like, like, like the odds of you taking that 26th pick and turning him into something worth anything is much higher at the guy who's 6'10 and athletic than the guy who's like 6'5 who can shoot a little bit and then like played a couple of Turkish games or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's if the Sixers had him, they're winning the series and they probably would get into the finals too. Or if Markel Fultz wasn't a bum. Well, that's a difference. Did you know that he got his girlfriend's sister pregnant? Holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yep. That, that, that was an article I read. He, he, oh, uh, my God. I don't know how true it is, but, I, you know, I can I, – it wouldn't shock Didn't me. Didn't that happen He's with uh, – was it Scotty Reynolds and Corey Fisher? Wasn't it something friggin' weird like that? <laughs> it, it, it was, and it ruined, it ruined the tournament run. It ruined the tournament. That's, that's funny. Um, I, in it's really, it's uncanny with, with this kid, but you know, Markel Fultz is the last thing on my mind right now. It's about the fact that you had, you know, you, you, you had an unbelievable season. You upgraded the roster in so many different ways. Co- uh, uh, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, there's a lot of roster turnover with this team. They made two different franchise changing trades, um, you know, moved a lot of different players, a lot of different assets. And they were probably the second most talented starting five Absolutely. in the NBA. They probably were. And it's a shame that they fell short, but I think that this all comes back to a lack of experience in the playoffs and a lack of understanding what it takes to win in this league. And I think, um, first, you know what? Let me get your thoughts on this whole thing, on this season, on this series, on Embiid and Simmons, and and, and then I'll give you my take well, on it. Going into it, um, I didn't. Th- well, I liked uh, I liked the team more. M- maybe not more, but I liked Rocco and Dario, and I was surprised by like Landry Shamit, and like you know that's when I thought Fultz was still going to be something. So I was like, oh, they'll they'll be in that three four range again probably. Uh, then I watched them repeatedly blow leads, and my. Brett Brown hating self was like looking to be vindicated at some point, but he impressed me in this series. He impressed me, but I mean, we'll see. But um, just on those trades, like I think those are trades you have to make, but um, I mean, you got to pay the bill now. And I'm, I just put up their free agent list. JJ Ruddick and Amir Johnson, Connell, Furcon, Tobias Harris, Boban, Mike Scott, Greg Monroe, all free agents. James Ennis has a player option, and apparently Jimmy El- Jimmy Butler has a player option. But I do not expect him to pick that because he's going to make a lot I of. I'm like pick it up, and then it's like okay, another year. Um, well, yeah, why not? But he's 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 a little bit older, so I don't expect no, of that. Not. So this is a big um, summer. Here's my this summer is a franchise altering summer. Because if you fire your coach, you're probably not going to bring back Harris and Butler because they're probably going to want to go somewhere yep. with more stability, a coach that they like, and so on and so forth. And 
I, I hope yeah. they also don't do that just because I know there's like those rumors have been floating. And if they lost to Brooklyn, yeah. But because you lose on a crazy shot, you like do that. That's awful and should not happen. I agree. But um, I just lost my so, thought. You go, you go on. I think you know, you're right. The summer is huge because they're either going to take a big step forward or take a big step back. And I don't think there's any middle ground because you're either going to lose both those guys or you're going to keep them and you're going to add much needed depth to this bench. And that, that, that depth you're at, you added to this bench is going to shorten the amount of minutes you have to play every single one of your starters to have a chance on a night-to-night basis. If you can get 15, 20 minutes out of like four or five guys off that bench on an early basis, you're going to – That's all you need. You're going to have a healthy Embiid, a healthy Butler. I think a proper backup to him is a um, is a is a major key. Absolutely, you're absolutely correct. And you, you can you can play Ben Simmons 38 minutes a game because he's young, he's 22, and he's just and he just runs all day. But you can't play Butler 39. You can't play MB 39. You got to give oh, those yeah, guys. Yeah, probably been through that. <laughs> yeah, and you got to give those guys just games off where you you know where you can put in a couple guys off the bench and let them start. And then, look you know, what, look what the load management thing for Kawhi did for him this year. There's like exactly. no better, there's no better like start, like not I don't know what word to use, but like no better example to lower guys, regular season games than that. Right. And it all stems from the idea that I can put trust in my backups to, to, to win games without Kawhi having to be there every minute. Like they they were they were uh 17 and 5 without Kawhi this year. Yep. That that's a huge 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 asset to have that you can that you can roll out every now and then. And you know, they, they got to do that, but so but they got to add depth and they got to retain the, the the core. I wouldn't fire the coach cuz I think that just firing them based off one game that doesn't make any sense. As, as, as bad as it would be to fire him after one game, it would be bad to think. It would be bad also to think that one game outcome was going to decide that this guy got got to stay. Not if he was just fired, but if he got to stay, like that just should. If it was like like a four to one ass kicking or a sweep, maybe. But after after they after it was like after it was three three, it shouldn't have been a question. I agree. And with that being said. I I think it would be malpractice, and I think it would be bad for PR of the Sixers to have to put up with like, why did you fire the guy who just got you in Game Seven and you lost the buzzer? Like, 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 why is that? Like, why is that one game the the, the thing that said, okay, we're either going to kick him or not? Mm-hmm. This is this decision was either made long ago, or you have no idea how to run a franchise the right way. And and that's a problem either on, on on either end, but let me tell you my take on all this and what the issue is. And I said this in a previous episode. I'm going to reiterate it. We live in a microwave society where we want things on, on, on right now, and this these fans thought that with the process they were going to get this. You know, at, at some point the buzzer was going to sound, and they were going to get this ready made product that was going to win a championship on the spot. You know, 
65 wins out of the blue, an MVP on the, out of the blue, uh, a, a romping to the finals and a championship. That's what I thought the process was going to be. You brought in Embiid and Simmons, and your only veteran on, on, on that team last year was J.J. Redick and Amir Johnson, one of which was out of the rotation by the playoffs anyway. This year, you bring in Jimmy Butler quarter of the way through the season, and you bring in Tobias Harris, what, two-thirds of the way? Half-ish. Two-thirds of the way through the season? Yeah. So you bring in qualified star-level veterans pretty much midway through the season this year. Now, let's take a step back and look at the histories of players. Kobe was brought in, and he had Shaq. Um, um, Duncan had Robinson. Kawhi Mm -hmm. had... Parker, uh, Duncan, and Ginobili. Scotty Pippen got added to Michael Jordan. Exactly. There's a reason that those guys turn out so well. It isn't just their own doing. It isn't like they were they came into the league as as as, as ready made pizzas. That's a terrible analogy, but it's a sad. <laughs> the, the point is that when you brought Embiid and Simmons in here, they were the only guys. They had no idea what an NBA schedule was like they had no idea how to work uh you know uh diligently they didn't know how to take care of themselves they were they were kids there's no veteran there to show them hey young blood let me show you how to do this this is what you gotta eat this is how you gotta take care of your body well they they tried to didn't they try to do that with uh uh what was it imbamute for Embiid, right no 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 no. that was before he even got to america that was like before college wow um but but they had no mentors on this roster that were like stars who could set the example for them to show them how to become stars. So when you add Butler and Harris midway through the year, it's a learning process for just the offensive system and the defensive system. And then it's like, okay, now we got to figure out how to lead by example. And last year, you, didn't have, you really didn't have that at all. That's why Joel Embiid was really the same player coming back. But Ben Simmons made no progress. Coming into this year, the fact that you got the Toronto Raptors a two seed to a game seven, even with the talent that you added, the fact that you did that without having a healthy Embiid and without having a point forward who could shoot, I don't know what else you could have asked for. I don't. I, I, you know, the, the talent on paper was there. The reality is that this team was spearheaded by two young players who made no progress from one summer to the next, or, or from one season to the next, and had no veteran to show them how to become winners and be great. So I think that this loss in the grand scheme of things is the best thing. For I it. I agree with that because also, I mean, are the Warriors just going to win this whole thing again? Probably. Okay. So, let's, so let's here. Let's here. there's no, there's no bigger farce in the NBA than the Houston Rockets <laughs> because you had a chance to win the series without really an issue. And you cough up Oof. Game Six oh. on your home court and lose the series. Maybe it's time for a, re- a tear down. There is no way that Mike D'Antoni should have a job. There's no way. I don't know about that. I think Chris Paul needs to go. I think they need. I love Capella, but I think they need another. They need like a more modern big as well. I love Blake Griffin. If I'm them, I'm, if I'm that, yes. If I'm that, I'm I'm, tra- I'm trading for. I would for love Blake. that. I think that would be sick. Put, put Chris Paul in Detroit <laughs> and. Let him let let him go die in the Motor City, <laughs> and, and 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 bring 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 Blake to the uh, to, to to Houston. 
but the 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 point I just wanted to get at was it didn't. I mean, like you know, anything can happen. Blah blah. But you know, this you I really like that point about like this being a a. a not you know you you never want to lose, but this is a good loss for them because it's like this is how it feels to lose at the buzzer in the last possible game. Don't ever let it happen again. Right, like 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 so, we've throughout our college years, we were always taught that you you the the work the best thing you can do is fail because failure is how you grow. It's, it's hard to grow off of success. It's it's hard. Yeah. You don't have the mistakes to learn from. That's why when 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 um Toronto won game one, it was like, what do we have to do? You know, you know, we 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 won game one. When you when when they lost and the Sixers lost game one, it was go back look at film. This is how you adjust. And they came out, they won the next two in a row. Should have been the next three in a row, but it is what it is at this point. The last thing that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are going to remember about this season was. Losing at the buzzer in Game Seven, and why they lost at the buzzer. Ben for Ben Simmons, it's going to be we lost the buzzer because I didn't make any progress on my jump shot, and we could have been a sixty win team and had home court advantage and been in a different series, but Oof. we didn't because and we didn't. That's partially because of me. Joel Embiid, it's well if I was stricter with my diet and took better care of my body and didn't play recklessly. We wouldn't have. Well, I like the recklessness, but I mean, I like it to an extent. Sword. You don't have to go diving into the stands against the New York Knicks. You just don't have to do it. It's not necessary. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You're going to win the game regardless of what you, of, of that play. Don't do it. Don't risk injury to yourself or anybody else. Um, but that's the last thing you're going to remember, and you remember why, and you remember what role you had in that. And I think that this is the best thing for them long term. I think Embiid's going to come back, and I think he's going to be a top three in the MVP candidate candidacy next year. Do I think they win the championship? I don't know. It depends if they do it with the, with, with with their summer in terms of. Personnel. It depends what uh, not ev- what everyone does, but you know it depends on like where does Durant end up going? Like how intact are the Warriors going to look? look? People we're not even thinking of right now. Look, I'm a firm believer that like in a press conference, like 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 any player, if you ask him, like if you ask Kevin, like, Kevin, why do you choose the Sixers? Kawhi, I choose the Sixers. They're gonna say, "You see the money they, they you see the money they gave me." Like, 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 if you offer enough money, they'll come. Someone will come. But it's 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 a matter of being smart and being aware of what you're doing, and that means probably not getting Kawhi or 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 or, or Kevin. And I'm not saying that you had a chance at that. I'm just saying that like it's something that they don't necessarily need them too. No, it's exactly. It's just something to consider because you don't, you never want to take an option off the table. You never you never know what could ha- what, what could happen, what could interest somebody. So you have to retain this core and give it another go, and then you decide what happens to the coach. Then you decide what why um, you know you know you know what's the best fit for this team. But I think you have to add a depth. You have to get a backup five. You have to get a, a legitimate backup one, backup shooters. Um, Think about what JJ Redick's future is of this team. If there is one, I don't. I'm not sure. I see it. Um, and, and you got to make sure that you bring back as a sixth man again, perhaps. Yeah, I, I, I would allow that. I, I don't know that he wants that role, but I, I, I would be happy with that. I love JJ. Um, but you know, the the goal should be 
run it back with this core four. Well, they have to. Well, that that's just part of the problem. Then is wait, do you, four or five? What with Harris? I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not counting Reddick. Okay. Oh, you're not counting Reddick. Okay, but um, well, as I said, um, Harris, Reddick, and Butler are all free agents, and you have to you have to have the money for all of them. You have to have money to pay Ben Simmons after next year, and then your bench. Right, but like I said, I think you can find if you if you do your job well and you scout well, you can find good bench pieces in the in the late first and the second rounds. You can do that. You found Landry Shamit. Oof. The Raptors found um, Raptors found uh, Pascal Siakam. Um, the, the, the Nuggets found Jokic. You can find the the jewels if you scout well and you do your job and you have the right personnel there to do their homework. It's all about what you do behind closed doors. But I I think on, on, on a bigger scale, like like you you have Ben Simmons bird rights. Ben Simmons has like there's a huge difference in what Ben Simmons can take in terms of money if he goes elsewhere versus if he stays at the Sixers. Like I'm talking like like a twenty five million dollar difference. So I think Ben's gonna be here. And I think, uh, and I, and you know, the Sixers can offer Butler like fifty million more than anybody else can. Can I, I just want to throw a little crazy idea out there? Um, I was listening to a. I'm, I'm kind. Of, I'm not. I don't know if this is stealing this idea, but um, we we all know Anthony Davis is available. So like, would you <laughs> would you flip? Yeah, trade Ben Simmons, and then get. Oh, could you, I like, have thought of like what would you do? I mean. It would get weird on the perimeter, but like you'd have no space. They're both, but they're both not awful shooters, and AD can handle the ball. Yeah, but it's like I just think that would be sick, but it, it's probably not practical. But like that just sounds so overpowered. I'm not flipping AD. I'm not, I'm not flipping Ben Simmons. AD is a quitter. Oh, mm-mm. I don't know. He quit on his team. He literally said, "Train me," and they didn't do it. He set out. I I don't think that's how it went. I think it was like he wasn't being like fully. Com- I mean, he only has what a year. I think next year is the last year, so I think it was more them panicking, and then they sat him out, so he didn't. Well, he is also injury prone, so they sat him out, so he didn't get hurt. Oh, they. So you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me trade my durable point forward who can't shoot for a guy who is injury prone prone to Pair with another guy who's also injured. Load management, as we said with Kawhi. That's a a great idea. Should totally do that. But see, then that's the (laughs) if you have both of them, then then you can like alternate their nights off, kind of too. I guess I I I wouldn't do it. I think I don't think I would do it either. But it sounds like a cool idea. (laughs) What's the point? Um, I. You know, it's it's so raw right now because the game just yeah. ended and you just lost at the buzzer. Um, but, you know, all in all, this was a – I think this is a successful season. As successful as it – absolutely. I mean, you don't get you don't get closer than, than losing at the buzzer in game seven. It's, you don't. You don't. There's, there's nothing closer. The only way it could have been closer um, if only- it was if, – if, if it was one point. That's it. Yep. If you have, if you have, if you have been up one, or if you've been up two and it was a three or whatever, 
but that's the only way it's closer. And, you know, it's, there are some things there with wraparound that are questionable. And, you know, people are like, why is people are like, why is an MB on, on the block more? <laughs> that, was a ter- that was a terrible Philly accent. Uh, why isn't the big man on the block more? I, I, I hear that all the time. Well, dumbass, if you put Embiid on the block and you have to, to feed the injury back. And you know the one dude's out there who podcast. can't shoot already. Yes. If your ball handler can't shoot and he's making an injury pass, you're going to sag off and you're going to double that injury pass, try to tip it out of the way. That's why you can't put Embiid on the block yet. You have to pull him out and run the, the, the dribble handoffs with Redick and, and whoever else because that's the only way to get him the ball without getting doubled, unless you have Butler there and you have Ben Simmons playing the playing the off ball in the dunker spot. That's why Ben Simmons needs to take a jump shot because it changes the entire scheme mm. of the offense just by the simple ability to shoot. Just even a little bit. Really just a little funny. bit, Ben. Only a little bit. Um, what do you think is a bigger necessity for the sectors? Retaining Butler or completely rebuilding the bench? I mean, Butler, Butler, no question, but, um, does kind of go together, but Jim, Jimmy Butler, definitely. Okay. Absolutely not. Would you bring Hell back no. Mardianovich? I really don't Would like Mike, Mike Scott, Scott personally, but I feel like he's going to be back. You know the kid who got the tattoo? Yes. I, don't, I mean, I don't know him, but I saw it. Yeah, I'm friends with that kid. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. That's better um, than Mike Scott's tattoos. Yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, no, just, just for the emoji tattoos, he needs to go. Boo. I like Mike Scott. Name <laughs> Dennis. Uh, I guess if he's cheap. TJ McConnell. I don't think so anymore, which sucks because he was like a, you know, a process fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Amir Johnson. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Jonathan Simmons. Uh who? Sure. Just just so you don't feel as bad about the Fultz trade. <laughs> this is our prize. This is our this is our uh Didn't our, they get a first out of that? I think it's I It's probably super protected, but Yeah, it's it's like one of those like never gonna convey, but sure first. Um who was the last one I had in mind? Uh Korkmaz. <laughs> sure, I don't know. It, I thought it, he was it, supposed to be okay. He stinks. I'm not bringing him back. Um, Monroe. Meh. Monroe. Ah, uh, sure. Cheap. I'm not bringing him. I'm not bringing him back. If he's back, then you then it was a failed off season. Oof. That that's how bad he is. Um, again, the Sixers lose Game Seven at the buzzer. An unbelievable shot by Kawhi on the baseline. Gets a couple good, a couple lucky bounces, and it drops. Um, Embiid is off sobbing. I feel terrible for him. It's a tough way to go. I think he'll be a better player, a better man for it. Sixers going into the offseason with a very bad taste in their mouth, although it was a, it was a successful run and a successful Lots campaign for them. Improvements to make. Lots to build off of. I'm looking forward to the next season, and I'm already excited for the first game of that season. Um I want to thank everyone for, for tuning in for a great season of of, 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 of a great first season of the Feed to Embiid um, and for, you know, for the five-star reviews and even the ones that weren't five-star, even for the one-star ones, those were also great. I appreciated that. 
I'll try. I'll try to stop yawning for next season. That'll be something that I work on. Um, I appreciate the, the the support on the articles and whatnot. Uh, and a thank you to my buddy Austin for for joining me for the, for this. Thank you uh, for having me for, the, for this last game. We'll be back with one final season wrap up episode and maybe a a a, a scouting episode with, with the draft prospects for the Sixers before the draft. But until then, I am Austin Krell. Austin Villanova, you can find me. Um, Austin, have you done any shotgunning lately? Any what? Like shotgunning beer? A uh, couple days ago. Well, if you like, do you, do you, do you try to increase your, your time for shotgunning? No, I just I just drink the beer. <laughs> well, you should you should try my voice at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes a perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It's also a tab puller, a med puncher, and it all fits on the keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTTHECOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. Um, we're all going to need – it's it's summertime, so we're all going to need you know a nice beer. I want to chug it. You might want to shotgun it because you want to get a quick buzz and forget about that game tonight. Um, as always, the feet to beat and its name are protected by U.S. copyright laws. Your production should be shown without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to and beat 2019. Um, Stitchers lose game seven at the buzzer. Kawhi makes an unbelievable shot that bounces, gets a couple lucky bounces, goes in. Heading to the offseason with that. The thing about my buddy Austin at the Mac Tech. It's what you wait. I just want to throw it. It's what you guys deserve for what you did to my yeah, bears. Uh, the, the, the double doink, the double doink, Cody Parkey. Um, I'll never know. <laughs> that's a great one. Um, uh, thank you to my, to my, to my buddy uh, Austin at the Mac Attack Five on Twitter. Follow him for some hilarious memes um, and some football stuff, basketball stuff. He's always putting out new content on the Up and Under, the site that I'll be running. Uh, starting very shortly. And as always, thank you for tuning into the Feed to Embiid.